This week, we were so excited that Temecula Road came to serenade us. We got to see probably one of the worst dates, or at least the worst date outfit in Bachelor history. And Hannah Brown, oh my god, can you please just get out of all of our hair? It was all just so hard to watch. Let's talk about it. I'm just hitting record. Otherwise, yeah. I feel like I'm going to be watching you settle into place for 20 minutes, and I don't have that kind of time. Well, it's not often that I have to raise my microphone. To oh, that's nice. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm ready. Out of the bat, I'm just going in with Heather Martin at the gate. Mm. Not likable the first time around. No. Even worse, the second. I'm insulted at this point. Yeah. Uh, just Hannah Brown's influence on it. Like, I've had enough. Good bachelor, se- good bachelorette season, but I've had enough of, like, the Hannah Brown influence. And I know she's sort of indirectly given us Matt James, which I appreciate. But this this Heather Martin business, I'm not into it. Why? What is Hannah Brown first of all doing with with Hannah with with a uh, Heather Martin? Like know your know your tier, right? Hannah was in the quarantine gang. She did you know messing around with Tyler C's head. Yeah. Fine, what have you? But. But now, and and let me tell. Oh God, come take a take a breath. The look in that girl's eyes is just sheer. Like you just see right through through that head, and and that, my friend, is the look of pure crazy with no hint of personality. Oh, but look at me! I'm so wacky with a pizza box on my head. There's no, there's nothing more annoying to me when influencer type girls are like, "Look at me. I'm wacky. I'm going to make a funny face. Aren't I funny?" Like so, so you like her. As a funny person, I'm insulted. <laughs> well, I I try to look for like the half glass full with her, and it's hard cuz I'm not into the storyline at all cuz there is no chance she's sticking around for much more than one rose ceremony. But the redeeming part about her storyline was we got some good Chris Harrison. Like he even said, what the bleep. I don't feel like putting in the sound effect. Okay. Well, how you even think that he wasn't involved in the planning and that that was a real call from the security gate is so shocking to me. That's more shocking than than all of this with the producers putting this in is, is that you think that that was a genuine reaction. Chris Harrison's good, but is he that good? Yes, yes he is. Come on now. 
he also would not know who Heather Martin is. He's like, Heather Martin? You think that Heather Martin even registered on Chris Harrison's radar? Come on now. Like, if he just got a blind phone call saying, Heather Martin's at the gate. You're, you, you're, you're ruining this for me. All right. There's also no Santa Claus. I hate to, to break it to you. But the producers are clearly, I feel like they need it to overproduce because of the, no, you know, we're not in Thailand, we're not in Fiji, we're not even in Cleveland. No offense to Cleveland. But. It's lovely. We did go there. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And one of your best friends lives there. Anyway. And Pilot Pete. That was Pilot Pete season, right? Was it Pilot Pete? And they did that whole montage of being over the top on how much they enjoyed being in Cleveland. I, I don't know. I, I feel I, like I, I should brush up on my bachelor history, but I think it was P- Pilot Pete. Anyway, they felt like they needed to comp- overcompensate for that and putting in these horrific um, arcs like this. So anyway, net-net, I'm offended. There was no real root. Hannah Brown, enough of uh, enough of it, and but it was also worth though. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, the shade, that excellent setup when they were like Heather, just walk in and then make a hard left, as I believe Chelsea noted. Yeah, she just walked in, smiled, and made a hard left. <laughs> I have I have no patience, no patience with this storyline. So hopefully they wrap it up quick. As, we'll as Chris Harrison um, articulately put it, we're talking hometowns, we're talking overnights. So we're getting close. All right. In terms of wrapping it up, let's wrap this 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 B up. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Bowling as a group date. That's my, my next, when you just, we gave ourselves three minutes to collect ourselves mm-hmm. and write down major themes. That was my, my second one. Clearly, it must have been a rain date type of date that the producers had in their back pocket. And we've established our feeling on bowling. Like, we're at a point in our lives where we will never bowl again. Right? It's just a horrible activity. People don't like it. Well, a lot of people do. We don't like it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I like the, the the snacks and the beer part, but the actual act of bowling. But Matt James, he says, doesn't matter. I'm not looking for the best bowler. But then the best bowlers were rewarded. So I'm very happy to see him then do the the callback. The no, this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I was happy to see that because I, I felt I knew I would be in the bottom. I would have been on the losing team, like no doubt. It was pretty competitive, though. The teams, I think he probably wanted to spend some time more with the other team. We were talking about that. Like they each had their favorites in there, but uh, I'm sure he, he wanted some blue time. Do you think that there was a girl in particular on the losing team that made him say, like, really, am I not going to be able to get time with so-and-so? I do think he should have 
told the other girls sooner, but I'm sure producers didn't allow him to. Right, because, I mean, there, there's nothing to take the wind out of one sails than a batch of girls coming in to crash your date. Anyway, I don't even um, recall who got the group date, Rose. Michelle. Michelle. That's right. I think she's a, a forerunner. Front runner? Front runner. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a forerunner like a type of Jeep? Yeah. Like I, I went Toyota. to, used in a sentence like, oh, I went to test drive a forerunner. <laughs> right. Anyway, I got nothing left to say. So I'm going to move on to Piper's um, one-on-one. Piper just has this something just inherently not clickable with her. I mean, she's also young. I just don't feel like she's got much of a defined personality. I was really put off by her lack of enthusiasm when he switched on that switch and in the middle of the woods there was a whole amusement park. Her her reaction was not in line with this the grandeur. It was more of like a oh. Yeah, it was underwhelming, but I was thinking about it after and I feel like an amusement park in the middle of the woods with nobody else there is not fun, but it's just kind of creepy. Like, take me to Adventureland. Great. Like, let's, you know, haunted house and pirate ship and Gravitron. Well, like, with you're nobody on a date there. with your dream man in the middle of the woods, and here's, like, your big event. Like, oh, oh my God. Wouldn't even like a oh, oh my god be be in order just like a oh this is what we're doing just uh, something just really rubs me the wrong way about her. So is she not making it, you think, to the uh, hometowns or dare I say fantasy suites? I mean, he clearly likes her, and I'm more referencing outside of this date i'm more referencing the when he made an explicit effort to go find her and give her a kiss during the group date last week that's more of an indicator than than whatever transpired all right so gun to your head who's your four hometowns are are you gonna actually ask me to know who any of these girls are well I mean, we'll, we'll how about we'll circle back to that, and I'll ask you yours because I don't know. I'm in it for I enjoy the journey. I'm not looking to the destination. Okay. All right. But the 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 best part about Piper's date was the oh, oh. and there's wait, something else planned for minute. you. If you didn't have it written down, do you know the band's name? Temecula Road. <laughs> and Matt, Matt seemed very pleased. That he was like, Road you will not there. believe who I got for you. And this is one of our, our favorite activities, I think, of watching The Bachelor. Whenever <laughs> after dinner, I think quote I unquote it. dinner. I was like, there's got to be a, a musician we've never heard of. Yeah, and you always try to make a good attempt at like a fake bad name. Like, oh, it's like 
Dylan Jones <laughs> tried to guess um, some f- some fake unknown artist. Oh, Hawkins Murray is playing for us. <laughs> Great. And then I referenced to you that um, you're like, oh, wait, you've heard of Temecula Road? Because <laughs> you seemed excited. And I, I, I hadn't even heard any of the weekend songs. Like when he came out during the Super Bowl, I was like, oh, the weekend. Like I, I know the weekend, of course. But I thought to myself, do I know any of the weekend songs actually? And I'm like, ah, he's going to play all of his greatest hits. It's the Super Bowl. And I'm sure I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. I did not know a single Think, like nothing resonated even remotely on my like, radar. Oh, you know this one. Oh, uh, we've heard this one before. Uh, nope, nope, nope. And so, no, Will, I did not know Temecula Road because I didn't know the, the weekend with that lackluster and and nothing stuck in my head. I wasn't humming along with it. Purely unremarkable. As was much of the Super. As was much of this episode, to be honest. This episode, you know what, Nat? Like, this episode was kind of like the Super Bowl, right? I was pretty excited, you know, going into it. Got our food. We even went, like, so for the Super Bowl, Will's Cantina was open. Nachos for dinner because we're we're grown-ups and we can do whatever the F we want. Yeah, I'm having nachos for dinner. Last night, got the universal, a new role at the sushi place, the universal role. That was all excited, you know, starting off on a two on one date, which let's put a pin in that for a second. And then the episode to me, like, I mean, I'm looking at my note. I, I, it was a, it was like the Super Bowl. It was a bit of a dud for me, like a lot of hype, but like not much happened. Although I don't think a 43 year old is going to win The Bachelor. So I was there's like, there's one difference, I guess. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I think we hit our, our ceiling with that <laughs> that old hag Claire clocking in at a big old thirty-nine. That's true. Tom Brady. Do you want to talk about the two on one at all? I I, I listen. Jacinia, I was really hoping that we were going to be surprised with with Matt's decision. Actually, I was hoping neither of them were going to get a rose because of all the nonsense. I I think MJ really got a bad edit here. I I think Jacinia's claim at saying that everything she does is from a place of malice and I wrote that quote down, was absolutely absurd. She, and, and, and the whole, oh, you started off by, by calling us JV and varsity, hardly, hardly a bullying insult. No, but I, I would have given, I, I kind of was rooting for MJ in that one too, but like, I, I think I give Jacenia the rose just for calling MJ Meredith. That was a great move. What a power move. I uh, That was actually my favorite part of the episode. 
we didn't even talk about that. No, but, but I, I, that was... That was a moment. Yep. That was a moment. I'm going to actually put that in my own playbook. <laughs> like, if somebody who goes by a cute nickname, and I'm trying to, like, get the better of them, I'm calling them their first name. Thank you Remember for that, Remember that Jacinia. next time you're on a two-on-one. But Matt, during that, he was talking about calling integrity into question and how I know that's not of your character. What do you know of that person's character that you could say, oh, I don't think that that aligns with it? Yep, I'm, I mean, it is all part of the absurdity that is The Bachelor. But did you, did you ever call my integrity or question me about my integrity? I think we talked about Joe Schmo. Exactly. Like, who talks about these things? Like, we have you ever, like, looked me in the eye and said, integrity is an important part of character? Oh, whole, the whole process is... You're making us sound very shallow. Listen, who want? Well, we just started a, a husband-wife podcast about um, reality TV. So, I mean, if, if yeah, download the Economist podcast. If you want anything more, I don't know okay. what to say. All right, Katie's one-on-one. Oh, that was, was torture. Torture. Tyler C. By the way. Not nearly as hot as the the hype. He did not look. I remember being intrigued by him, and of course, Juliet Littman's you know hype really, you know, put him into to the forefront of Bachelor candy. Seeing him though tonight, and and also how is there any bitterness there? Where, where Tyler's like, oh, I'm happy for my friend who's now the bachelor because he was happy, you know, friends with me. Uh, I mean, like Matt said, oh, I saw how the process worked for Tyler. And I looked at you and I said, well, how did it work for Tyler? And it didn't work in like love, but it worked in like fame and Instagram followers. So if that's the goal, then it worked. That was a telling moment. Because so Matt, that's is he what jealous? I don't think so. Yeah, right. Because that's what Matt signed up for. Right. He wanted like the fame and the followers. I, I'm sure good intent. He seems like a good guy. I'm sure good intentions. But I mean, the I, your question of like, is Tyler C jealous? I I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that they are both just like, dude. Can you imagine? The tail we're gonna get. I'm sure they didn't use the word tail. After, after all, all of this. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, my my biggest thought on Katie is, and now this is coming from someone whose idea of like dressing up is just not putting on yoga pants. That day? No, I, I disagree with that. It's putting on your yoga pants without the dog hair all over them. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the, the <laughs> what was she thinking? Wearing a mock turtleneck on her like dinner date. What 
Like, you're not even trying to... What, was she making a point? Now, I haven't listened to any of the normal... I haven't listened to any of the Bachelor pods or seen... I haven't even been to the Facebook groups. But there's got to be. There's got to be shock across Bachelor Nation. At I've never seen just black pants and a white ribbed white turtleneck worn on a date. What are you thinking? I was, I, I was just. Well, that's not why she went home. It's not why she went home, but still. What the heck was that? That's, that was a sign to me that there was something just not right with her. Mm. I mean, we all knew she wasn't getting the rose. Right. Well, and also they showed us, hap, you know, uh, a preview of a bag being carted away. So it was to nobody's surprise. And, and also none, nobody thought that there was any sort of chemistry at any, no. at any juncture. Anyway, I just need to get that off my chest. Lastly, well, yeah. what's just your, your summary of Matt James right now as The Bachelor? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm not like over the moon, but uh, but I'm I'm into it. I love how, and I don't know if this is just lack of TV experience. You could just see it in his eyes. What when first of all on his um, what with his handling of the the weird two on one. Oh, he didn't want quote be unquote there at date. All. You could. He didn't want it to be anywhere else, but in that he was so disinterested, and that's why I thought neither of them had a chance. And then also, when Katie showed up in her mock turtleneck for that date, he was like, "You look nice." Hey, you! I was like, "You just go." He just goes dead in the eyes. So I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll leave with the. I didn't really enjoy this episode and we touched on a lot of it but i i do think the episode gave us a lot of good like quotes and you know the meredith one was good the um chris harrison we're talking hometowns we're talking overnights like getting everybody amped up about how it's it's getting it's getting towards the end but that was good the what the fuck from harrison when when heather showed up the Oh my God! It's Temecula Road, like the feigned enthusiasm. Like I, it could have been anybody. It could have been like I could have been getting on the F train and they were playing it like East Broadway. But all right, I like that. I liked um, the and the last quote because so you had mentioned that um, Jasenia had, had said that MJ was operating with such malice and it was a good. It's a word you don't hear a lot, right? Good um, strong word. And we kind of started with that. And then we ended in the previews with, and I think it was my girl Serena P saying, I'll be rageful if that girl gets a rose. <laughs> and I just love that. 